I believe that community is the umbilical cord to our existence. It is where all we need for a nurtured life rests. Staying connected to a community that keeps you strengthened in this thing we call life is essential. Your journey to finish strong starts now. Welcome to Finishing Strong with Erica Strong. I am Erica Strong. Hey, 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 my strong finishers. I have a conversation that i like you guys to share with me. Um, but I'll first start off by saying one of the things that I know for sure is you don't know how to correct the problem until you admit that there is a problem. Can you agree? If you don't know what the problem is, no, no, no. If you don't admit what the problem is, you'll never confront the solution to the problem. So I'll start off by saying, hello, my name is Erica Strong and I am a procrastinator. Can anybody else say that? I know it's not just me. And so knowing that for all my life, I've been a procrastinator and I've never really sat down to try to figure out where it was coming from or why was I doing it? Because, you know, a sense of procrastination is truly like self-sabotage. So why was I sabotaging myself? Then I started thinking about the type of procrastinators that are out there. And I have to figure out what type am I. So let's talk about those procrastinators. But if you need to pause for a second or send me a note or um, comment on this episode, hi, my name is and I am a procrastinator. Because after this episode, you'll be able to say, hello, my name is Erica Strong and I was a procrastinator because that's where I am now. So here are four different types of procrastinators. The first type is a pure procrastinator. Like you just, you can do exactly what you want to do. Everything is available. The time is available. The supplies are available. Everything is available that you need, but you just don't do it. You just procrastinate. So why are you just procrastinating? Is it that you are afraid of your success? Is it that you are afraid that you are going to do well? And doing well always takes you outside of your comfort zone because it pushes you to another level. And so when you start thinking about, you know, doing something, is it going to create some kind of um, insecurity that if I do it, will I be rejected? Is it going to create some type of insecurity? Like if I move forward and I don't have the money, am I just going to be stopped? What is it that create that pure procrastination? That's one. The second one is... Um, a substitution, substitution procrastination. What is a substitution procrastinator? Substitution procrastinator is, I know I need to go ahead and um, write this paper, or I know I need to go ahead and do my budget, or I know I need to go ahead and pay these bills or whatever it is. But you know what? My closet needs to be cleaned out. I know I need to go ahead and do another episode of Finishing Strong with Erica Strong, but I need to water my plants. It's like you substitute things in the place of what you need to do to create a busyness around yourself. So then it doesn't really feel like you're procrastinating. You just feel like you're busy and you're going to get back to it. So the other procrastinator is a perfectionist 
procrastinator. What is that, Erica? That's a person that says, I need everything to be perfect before I can get started. I need all the um, things lined up. I need all the money. I need all the time. I need all the, the support. I need everything lined up. I need to make sure I have my logo. I need to make sure I have my website built. I need to make sure I have my the money that I need. I've heard so many per- perfectionist, procrastinator excuses. It's not even funny. So you allow your your perfectionism to hold you back and you never get started. So it's act instead of procrastinating or perf- instead of perfection, you need to bring action. So then the last one is analysis paralysis procrastinator, <laughs> meaning you have to analyze the entire thing. You need to know exactly what's going to happen from point A to point B. And this is what paralyzes you because when you are trying to figure it all out, map it all out and create a timeline, guess what happens? It gets a little fuzzy. You can't really see how that particular thing is going to work at that particular moment in that timeline. So what do you do? You get paralyzed because you think I don't have the answers. And so I'm not going to do it until I have all the answers. So what what do you do to get out of that paralyzation? You make a decision. You know what? I cannot make all of the decisions in the moment, but I'm going to make a decision to start. And as I keep moving, the decision is going to be clearer and clearer and clearer. So now that you know the different procrastinators (laughs) that are available to you, which one are you? Are you the pure procrastinator where you know you have to do it? Everything is there, but you just decide to, I'm going to watch this show on TV because I've been wanting to catch up on my binge watch, knowing that I needed to do something. Or are you that one that, yeah, I could be doing this, but I need to cook dinner, but I need to help the kids with their homework, but I need to. So then that means you need to create a plan around what it is that you're supposed to be doing. The perfectionist, you'll never get started. Do you know how many times I've heard somebody say, yeah, I want to start a business, but I need to get my logo, but I need to get my website, but I need to find my customers. Well, wait a minute. You start your business with yourself first. You start your business with knowing exactly what it is that you want to do, how you're going to do it, and it does not have to be perfect. I remember sitting in a restaurant in Savannah um, Lady and Sons. It's a real popular Southern restaurant. Everybody absolutely loved it. But I remember when the restaurant first opened, I was living in Savannah and I went to the restaurant and it was a line around the corner of people waiting to get into this restaurant. There was a tour bus that was circling the block with a whole bus full of people waiting to get inside of this restaurant. So when I finally got inside of the restaurant, I saw that there was a mural on the wall. There's a lady standing up by a piano singing, and there's this big hot buffet, cold buffet. The, oh, how neat, how quaint. Every chair was mismatched. Every table was mismatched. The plates didn't even match. But yet this restaurant was severely successful. And I scratched my head and thought, how is that? But you know, nobody cared about the chairs. Nobody cared about the tables. All they heard is this beautiful voice singing in the middle of the restaurant. They saw this gorgeous mural on the wall and amazing food from two buffets, a hot buffet and a cold buffet. And I thought, you know, like literally I had the epiphany of the perfectionist that won't let 
your business or whatever you do start because you want to get it perfect. I thought this person did not wait to get everything lined up, make sure all the dishes matched, make sure all the chairs matched. What she made sure was that her product was the best, made sure that her ambiance was the best, made sure that her marketing was the best. And really her marketing was word of mouth at that time. If you go back and listen to Paula Dean's story, she was a single mom selling sandwiches around lunchtime in downtown Savannah. I use that as an example because that's when my epiphany hit me that I was trying to wait till everything was all lined up and perfect to start my business. And you know what I did after that? I opened my first salon and I made sure that I did not get hung up on making everything perfect. I made sure I was hung up on making sure my services was perfect. So then it's the analysis paralysis. That one will really get you because a lot of people feel like if they can't iron it out from point A to point B, they are not going to do it until they can. Well, that's a problem because you'll never be able to iron it out. I remember doing my business plan and what the business plan is an assumptive idea of what your business is going to look like. And so I did this full business plan. And as soon as I opened a business and then it did not reflect my business plan, I got paralyzed because I felt like my business plan failed me. What did I miss? But it wasn't my business plan that failed me. It was my inability to re- to flex and be mobile and, and, and agile to, to change as the circumstances change. So if you're waiting to analyze everything to get it right before you start your business, you will never get started. When you know the type of procrastinator that you are, then you can correct the type of procrastinator you are. And sometimes we might fall into a couple of these categories because sometimes I'm just a pure procrastinator. I know I have everything that I need to do it, but I just don't feel like it. So then you have to pull on your why. Why are you doing this? How is it going to change your life? What is it going to do to create that, that enjoyment, that fulfillment, or make you feel like you have accomplished something? Just get up and do it. Five, four, three, two, one, do it. I read a book, it was called The Five Second Rule, and that's how she made herself get up and just do things. But another book that I read by Brian Tracy was The 21 Ways, or the title is Eat That Frog, which was disgusting when you think of it. And basically his book is, um, when you have a list of things to do, do the hardest thing first. Do the thing that you would normally procrastinate on first. Because once you get that big thing out of the way, it gives you this sense of accomplishment. Like, yes, I've done it. I know it's been days that I've sat in my office and I ate the frog first and I felt like I could just conquer the world because the, the very thing I would have normally procrastinated on was the thing that I sat down and I took my time and I was able to accomplish it. So then the little things was a breeze. So Eat That Frog is the book by Brian Tracy, and it's also, twenty. I think it's 21 ways to um, stop being a procrastinator. So if you are like me and was, a, well, is, because you hadn't started the work yet, but I, I am a former procrastinator. And because I know I have the tendency to procrastinate, I always make sure I go back to the steps that I use to keep myself from getting just uh, locked into that, that, uh, familiar space. So if you're a pure procrastinator, a um, substitutional procrastinator, a perfectionist procrastinator, or a, a analy- uh, analyzing to your paralyze yourself procrastinator, your gig is up, buddy. It is time to get to work. Roll up your sleeves. And like Brian Tracy said, 
eat that frog first. And the way that I do it is I create a plan around whatever goal it is that I want to do. So whatever that frog is that I know I need to get out of the way first, I don't let it just be an idea in my head. I literally sit at my desk and say, okay, you want to go ahead and create the content for your online academy. This is all true because that's what I'm working on. And so as I'll create the content, that's something I have been procrastinating on because that seems like so much brain power to create content. So I will sit down and I'll do an outline of what the content is going to look like. And then I decide what is it that somebody would get the benefit in learning and knowing. And I create the course and then I create the content and then I create the, the class. So doing that helps to keep me pretty much structured and keep me on path to eat that frog first. Get that book. I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me for Finishing Strong with Erica Strong. I am no longer a procrastinator and you will not be either after you have done the work. I love you.